Okay, welcome back to the Corn and Rays podcast, season two. Um, today is a very special episode of Corn and Raised, the event that comes around once a year, but is probably the favorite sporting event of everyone in this podcast right now, March Madness. Um, so I thought it'd be fun to get together, discuss the draw, um, and then come up with a Corn and Raised bracket, if we can all agree on some of these teams. Um, so in this chat, we have one person who's only been on once. Um, so I thought we'd all go around. Um, Tell me your name, your favorite team, and then how much you'd say you watched college basketball during the season. So we can start with Noah. Uh, yeah, I'm Noah. Uh, my favorite basketball team, it's going to shock some people, but uh, the University of Iowa, the Iowa Hawkeyes, is my favorite team. I watch them the most. And I, I pretty much watch every single one of their uh, games this season. And during the regular season, I would routinely watch the uh, primetime games in the evening. And there was, I don't know if there's been a day where I didn't catch at least a half of college basketball since the season started. Okay, Robbie. I'm Robbie. My favorite team this year, unfortunately, is Duke. Um, I typically watch quite a bit of college basketball. I haven't as much this year since I've been coaching, but I've watched most uh duke games and then i've i've kind of binge watched like uh championship week but not a whole lot of the regular season steven uh i would say my main team is the iowa hawkeyes and then obviously as a liberty student i also rep the liberty flames Uh, i definitely watch more hawkeyes this year than i did liberty because i would rather watch two top 25 teams than Liberty versus California D3 Baptist. So definitely more of a Iowa fan this year, but uh, I will be rooting for them in the tournament. And I would say I watch a great deal of college basketball. And last but not least, Justin. Yeah. So I think I'm the only non-Iowa in Iowan. How, how do you, what do y'all call yourselves? Is that Iowan? Iowa. That- All right, get out. <laughs> I it think I'm the only non-Iowan in the the podcast, but my name's Justin. I'm from uh, Massachusetts originally. I didn't have too many good like college teams around me growing up. Like BC always sucked, um, so I was always like a Syracuse fan in high school. But then I went to Liberty. Really started liking Liberty, and then I kind of pull for Duke sometimes too. I'm really like the biggest college basketball bandwagon. I'm not even going to try and hide it, but it is my favorite sport to watch. I was a Kansas fan at one point. (laughs) It's my favorite sport to watch, like hands down. Um, I watched a decent amount this year, not as much as I normally do. I'd catch games on the weekend, and then obviously ever since um, like February and March, I've been watching as much as I can. So, yes, sir. All right. Um, well, my name is Derek. I am a proud Iowa State basketball fan. Um, through the ups and downs in this year, it was 22 downs. Um, but yeah, I watched, I think, all but three Iowa State games. I do not know why, um, but I did. Um, but yeah, when it comes to college basketball this year, I didn't watch as much. Um, it made me very sad seeing an empty Cameron Indoor, an empty Fog Allen. So, um, but I definitely haven't tuning in more as the season has progressed. Um, so I thought something we could do to start off is just recap 
the last NCAA tournament, which was in 2019. Um, so I would just list some of the things that I thought were the more eye-catching or memorable parts of that tournament, see what you guys remember. Um, just take a nice trip down memory road. Um, the first thing I had was 12-seeded Liberty winning their first ever NCAA tournament game, beating 5 seed Mississippi State 80-76. to And this came after they trailed by 10 with under seven minutes left, and Steven said it was over. And then Caleb Holmesley dropped 14 in under five minutes, and Liberty won. I remember being physically assaulted and physically assaulting fans (laughs) at that game as we were storming the court. It makes us sound like we were actually at the game. We were just (laughs) in an empty arena. (laughs) No, dude. The the vibe, though, was like, didn't uh, I remember Jacob had to wear those like prescription sunglasses for like five days after because they got absolutely smashed. Yeah, we did storm an empty court and it was like a mosh pit. There was salsa on the floor. Um, Noah was looking for plants to rip up around campus and things to burn. That's a story for another podcast, though. All right, the next thing I had, um, 12-seeded Murray State defeating 5-seed Marquette by 19 behind a John Morant triple-double. And really, probably for the casual college basketball, the first time they ever saw John Morant. That was, it was crazy. I picked, I picked, I'm pretty sure I picked Marquette to win that game. I was just flustered the whole time watching it. He just destroyed them. I thought that was like, that was like, one of the easier, like, 12-seed upsets okay, I saw coming. Steven. No, okay. I was actually going to say that before Robbie said that. And now I just saw an opportunity to, to roast him as well. So, But yeah. coming in, knowing who Jean Morant was, I feel like that was a pretty obvious, like, don't bet against this man. I'm pretty sure that was also Marquette had Marcus Howard, who is respectively a savage for that team. That's true. I yeah. just remember the there's the play where you, like, Ja goes up for a layup, and it's like literally all five guys on Marquette crash on him at one time. Uh, that is burned into my memory as well. Like it was just like the outer, like a commercial, and he's going up, and like they're playing like the CBS NCAA music, and like wow, yeah. Ah, hope we get some of those moments this this year. Um, next one, more of a regional thing: Ohio State beating Iowa State behind twenty-one points from Caleb Wessing and some questionable coaching from Steve Prohm and that would enter Iowa State into the dark ages. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention in the opening part, I'm technically an Ohio State fan. (laughs) (laughs) Technically before (laughs) my uh, my dad went to Ohio State so I used to follow them a lot more closely and obviously since they've been good this year I've been following them too but yeah so somewhat of an Ohio State fan. Next thing, one-seeded Duke surviving nine-seeded UCF on a controversial <laughs> non-charging call and a game-winning layup for UCF that spun off the room. Wow. I just got serious PTSD just, just hearing that. But I remember I was watching on my phone and the March Madness app or whatever went out and Northwestern's Wi-Fi was just not clutch and I had to listen I had to listen to it and like my heart was literally jumping out of my chest but not not one of my more fun memories of watching and listening to March Madness um and then just two days later Duke once again avoiding a close mm. loss as Virginia Tech's game time layup fell 
an inch short. Same same story there for me. <laughs> that that tournament in general was no good. Two games there that weren't fun to watch, and then spoilers for the the Michigan State one was was brutal. <clears throat> and then another game, two seeded Tennessee leading ten seeded Iowa, forty four to nineteen, before Iowa rallied to force overtime. It'll be the last game for Tyler Cook as a Hawkeye, which would then start the Luka Garza era. That's the closest I've ever been to shedding actual tears because of sadness watching a sporting event. I was I was depressed after that game. Um, and then Kenny Goins hitting a late three to bring Michigan State past Duke, ending the most publicized college basketball team I've ever seen. Oh, yep. And capping off. Huge Coach K stand, but just capping off his major blunder throughout the season, which was for whatever reason, in crunch time, the ball was in RJ Barrett's hands instead of Zion's, and he misses the free throw he needed to make and then makes the free throw he needed to miss. Classic. And then in the final four, in Auburn's first ever final four, with 0.6 seconds left, Kyle Guy gets fouled on the three and made all three free throws, and Virginia went to the title game. Highly con- Wasn't that uh, the alleged travel by Ty Jerome, that play? That was in the championship game. Oh, right, right. There was a lot of benefits. There were calls. controversial calls yeah, in both They games. went over and back in the Purdue game. They, the love tap there on Kyle Guy. But, and well, I'm assuming, assuming we'll get to the Tech game, too. And, but, yeah, that... That was also, I was a little less crazy because Jacob was at that game, wasn't he? So yeah, I, I think it was just me and you, Noah, watching yeah. that one. And it was like, oh, okay. I was, I'm on edge at this point, though, because I'm on the bracket run of my life. And <laughs> I really needed Virginia to win that game, both as a fan and as someone who had, I'd missed like two games up until that point. So You told us before that you had already won a trip to Hawaii. And <laughs> I was, you I'm have not gone to Hawaii since, Hawaii. so I don't think that panned out. I'm not going to lie. The, the pandemic hit. I, what can I say? <laughs> A year later? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Um, and then in the title game, after trailing by 10 in the second half, Jarrett Culver put Texas Tech up by three with under a minute to go until DeAndre Hunter dropped a game-tying three with 10 seconds left to force overtime. Um, and Virginia was aided by a controversial out-of-bounds call and a missed Ty Jerome double dribble, but ultimately claimed redemption after losing to a 16 seed the year prior. Yeah, I just hated like the era that we are now with reviews where you saw the ball go off the tech player by like his fingernail at the very end and then they overturned it. Was I don't I'm on the fence with reviews, but like I guess they got it right. And then Virginia, I mean, it shows a lot of their heart to overcome, you know, the, the loss to the 16th seed and come back the next season and win it all. So I feel happy for those guys. I do think they got a lot of, a lot of help along the way. But th- by them winning, it did give me the number. I just, I'm looking at it right now, 981 out of the millions of brackets on ESPN. It puts me in the 100th percentile, not the 99th, the 100th percentile. So. Wow. Big, big wow. UVA fan, and, you know, my bracket just worked out. I'm pretty sure that was one where I just randomly clicked teams, and then that popped out. So, did um, Virginia have – how many games did they go into overtime in that tournament? I think it was two. Was two. it just two? I thought it was three, but I was going to say well, – Auburn the, game went down to the last second. So. 
Yeah, okay, that's what I'm thinking of. That's just crazy that, like, every single game they had was, like, so close. It was, like... It'll be a 30 for 30, that's for sure. Like, eventually. Yeah. I'm not sure there'll be... There's a better storyline in college basketball history than winning a championship after being the first one seed to lose to a 16. Very true. Well, moving on to this year. I have a couple notes that I took away from looking at the bracket. Um, Iowa's high seed. This is their highest seed in the tournament since 2005. Um, but that was a tournament that three-seeded Iowa lost to 14th-seeded mm. Northeastern State. What do you think Iowa will do with this high seed? They're going to make a sweet 16 run and lose to Oregon. Oregon? Oregon, wow. Oregon, right? Yeah, they play Oregon in the second round. They're going to make a run, and they're going to fall to Oregon. <laughs> Oregon <laughs> just sneaks into a different bracket really quickly. They're also not going to – It's gonna, the game against Grand Canyon is going to be closer than the experts think. Right now, the line is 15 and a half. There's no way Iowa covers that. Interesting. Duke and Iowa State have not competed in the tournament the last two years. Roby's perennial powers turn things around. Perennial powers, get out of here! <laughs> really I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I was had won four, four Big Twelve tournament titles in the last six years. Constantly giving NBA talent, they're <laughs> definitely on the same level as Duke. I don't want to hear anything else. Oh. Robbie, what do you think Duke will do next season? Uh, it really depends on if Matthew Hurt is a bobo and thinks he's good enough to play in the NBA but if he comes back then I'd I'd probably say a 2 seed if he if he goes probably like a 3 3 seed high expectations well now we move on to the bracket and making the corn and rays Official predictions. Um, so, yeah, we can start in the West region with number one seeded Gonzaga against number 16 seeded Norfolk State or Appalachian State. If you remember, nine years ago, Norfolk State beat Missouri as a 15 seed. So, if Norfolk State gets past Appalachian State, they could give Gonzaga a run, who also Struggled with a one, a sixteen seed as a one seed almost seven years ago. But they didn't have Jalen Suggs. I'd argue that Jalen Suggs is not the most important player on Gonzaga. That who is Corey Kispert? Yeah, if he's you can on, say Kispert. If he's on, they're unbeatable. He scores mm. like twenty a game. Well, I think we're all picking Gonzaga. Um, next game, yep. eight-seeded Oklahoma, nine-seeded Missouri. I, uh, I think Missouri has a good chance of winning that game, to be honest. I got Oklahoma. Yeah, this is one of those games where I've just been picking Oklahoma because I know they're going to lose to Gonzaga the next round. So, No, are you picking Oklahoma? Uh, yeah. Are we all chiming in on these? Yes. All right. Um, the next five seeded Creighton against twelve seeded UC Santa Barbara. I haven't actually picked this one yet, so I'm gonna defer till the end. Yeah, I've gone back and forth on this one like all day. 
but I think I'm leaning Creighton to pull it out. I, feel like, I love low five upsets usually, but I think you, Creighton can hang on. If you look at a lot of the like the twelve five upsets, a lot of the times it's like low seeds that only have like two or three losses. So like I remember UC Irvine a couple years ago upset. That was kind of like Liberty's case against Mississippi State. And I'm pretty sure for this game, the low seed, I think they're like 23-4. and four. So I could definitely see it being an upset, but I'm down to pick whatever. I don't know. I think Creighton's going to win this game, but they've got a lot of the off-the-court issues that gives me pause in choosing them. Ooh. Different analysis from Noah. I like that. Um, <laughs> but we're going Creighton. Um, next game, four-seeded Virginia versus 13-seed Ohio. We all know Virginia is battling COVID issues. Um, making Give me Ohio. Very, very interesting game. Go Don't Bobcats. you mean Louisville, Louisville versus Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this definitely seems like a very winnable game for Ohio. I, uh, I've picked them in quite a few back brackets already. Um, quite a few. How many have you filled out? Four. I'm at I'm at five right now. So wow. I can't. wait. No, how many did you say you're filling out this year? I'm shooting for thirty to forty. <laughs> I always do thirty to forty. I max oh. out my twenty five on ESPN, and then we move to Fox and Sleeper and the other apps. Oh, that's uh, that's so many. Well, it looks like we're picking Ohio in the first. I'm gonna pick Virginia just in case Jacob Bear listens to this. (laughs) (laughs) Pick with Ohio. (laughs) Okay, next is six seeded USC versus either 11 seed Wichita State or Drake. Um, A big thing about Drake is getting their leading scorer back for the tournament. Nah, they don't need anything besides Isa Samaki. I was I was uh, blocked by that man a couple times in pickup basketball. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> I was blocked by him every single day <laughs> in practice. Like, literally, they were like, all right, your job, go teach Issa how to block people. It's like, all right, nice. But, yeah, USC's role in this game, very underseated team. I was going to say, I'm definitely picking USC. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going Drake. Looking up Issa Samake's stats, he's averaging 2.1 points and two rebounds per game. Those two no, points no are pretty good. And that's why it's going to be the greatest Cinderella story of all time. <laughs> when he comes out and averages um, more than Carson Edwards. Wow. Unfortunately, Corner Rays is picking USC. Uh, uh, next game, three-seed Kansas versus 14, Eastern Washington. Kansas, move on. I actually have not picked this game because wow. Kansas is uh, – Third leading scorer, Jalen Wilson, will not be playing, and they're not sure from what I've heard if McCormack will. They're expected he will, but it's not set in stone. See, I didn't know that. So, that, that, wow, Robbie oh. with the insight. We love to hear it. And they, and they have no depth. They're like, their six man scores like four points a game. So, yeah. that would be interesting. But I'll pick, I'll pick Kansas for now. I was going to say, I was watching this, like, bracketology thing on ESPN today, and it was totally, like, bums doing it. Like, it was, like, their C crew. But uh, they were picking through all the games kind of like we're doing, and they pretty much went chalk for, like, every single matchup, except this one. They picked uh, Eastern Washington. Mm. I don't really know why. I I would go Kansas. 
majority picks Kansas. An interesting note about Kansas under Bill under Self, Bill they've been a three Bill. seed twice, right. and one of those times is when they lost to Bucknell. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Next game, seven-seeded Oregon versus ten-seed VCU. I think I had VCU winning that game. I got Oregon. Yeah, I've I was going to say, give me the Ducks. Yeah, I've watched a lot of VCU. They are not good. Oregon. Oregon's always ready in March. Didn't they lose to Wisconsin a couple, last time? What? Didn't they lose to Wisconsin in the last one? Or did they beat they Wisconsin? To, they made it to the Sweet 16. As a, okay. I think they were like an 11 that year, too. Anyway, was, um, Peyton Pritchard. Um, and then the game Noah's already discussed as being closer than the experts think. Number two seed, Iowa versus 15, Grand Canyon. Yeah, I got Iowa, but Grand Canyon does have two foreign imported towers down low to uh, throw at Garza. Be interesting to watch. Steven, are you all nervous about this game? Um, I wouldn't say I'm super nervous. He sounds nervous. <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at their schedule right now. They did lose to a uh, California Baptist. Didn't Liberty and... beat them by like 100? I think so. They've also lost to random scrubs like Utah Valley. I don't know. They beat Dixie State by three. Do you know who the Dixie State Trailblazers are? Underrated. Underrated squad. I do. I think y'all do. Yeah, so I I, I think uh, I'm pretty confident in Iowa's ability to win. Mm. All right, moving to the East, Michigan versus Mount St. Mary's or Texas Southern. I think we all have Michigan. Um, yeah. Unless Livers is out. Unless Livers is out. He is we out. We all know what he happened the last time. It's not a seed. I said we all know what happened the one time a one seed's star wing player was out. It's true. The 16 seed. Mm. We're going to have to talk about that. Um, next game, eight-seeded LSU versus nine-seed St. Bonaventure. I got go Tigers. This is an underrated matchup. I'm Saint, actually really looking forward to watching. Um, Saint Bomb LSU though. Yeah, I got LSU. I like that that guard they have. I'm blanking on his name, but he really likes him. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have a good guard. I don't know what yeah. his name is, but he scores a lot. You're talking about Smart? No, no, on LSU. He's a freshman. Right I can't now. remember his name. Thomas. Either. Yeah, Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Watford's a stud, too. All right, LSU moving on. Next up, Colorado versus Georgetown. This is Georgetown's lowest seed in school history. It's a 12. Colorado. The magic is over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was feeling Colorado, too. I feel like it's... People are going to think this is a popular like 12-5 upset just because name recognition with Georgetown. But, yeah, I think their magic ends too. Colorado moving on. Next up, four Florida State against 13 UNC Greensboro. Florida State. They better win this game. I hope they lose, but I'm picking Florida State. Then an interesting matchup, especially if Michigan State wins. Six-seeded BYU versus Michigan State or UCLA. That's another one I'm waiting on. 
I think Michigan State wins it. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Michigan State outright. I'm picking Michigan State. Advance them. For the next. And then three-seeded Texas against 14-seeded Abilene Christian. Uh, Texas. Mm, hard to pick against the Christians, but. <laughs> also, also Christian Texas. Robbie, keep that same energy when we get to Liberty OSU. <laughs> uh, anyway, seven seeded UConn versus 10 seeded Maryland. I got UConn. Yeah, me too. I guess I we'll go UConn. UConn. The last time UConn was a seven seed was the Shabazz Napier year. Ooh. And they have Ooh. James Boonight. Some say remind them of Shabazz Napier. He's a stud. And then two seeded Alabama versus Rick Patino in Iona. Bama. Bama. Going Bama. Bama. To the south, we got Baylor Hartford. I think we're all picking Baylor. Yeah. Wait, did you see seven? Wait, sorry, this is so random. I just saw this tweet that Prom just got fired. Let's go! Oh, Did really? Seven minutes ago, Iowa State and Steve Prom have agreed to part ways. Oh, Treated by Iowa State Let's Athletic. go! <laughs> so I didn't mean to interrupt. I just saw that. I thought that was an exclusive yes. podcast. Yes. Someone check me. on Bryce Crab. <laughs> I really could not be happier right now. Oh, my goodness. I'm crying. You're going to get uh, right. Indiana's old coach now, but we'll move on. Okay. Tonight could not have gone better. Wow. Um, eight seeded North Carolina versus nine seeded Wisconsin, and Noah's favorite player, Brad Davidson. <laughs> no, no. As Wikipedia says, he averages three and a half dirty plays per game. But I, I don't know who I'm picking in this game, but the winner of this game is beating Baylor. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. That is a hot take. I'm taking I North Carolina. State. I think they looked good in the ACC tournament going at UNC. Yeah. Hoping I'm wrong, but I got them too. And then in a popular upset matchup, five-seeded Villanova versus 10-seeded Winthrop. Villanova, it was out. Connor Gillespie. I got Winthrop. I also have Winthrop. Wait, why are we hating on Villanova? I guess I don't, haven't really seen Their that. best player is out. And also, Winthrop is 23 and 1. Uh, okay. It's a 12-5. Another upset going through. And then we have four-seeded Purdue against 13 North Texas. I got Purdue. I love Purdue. I think they could potentially beat Baylor down the road. Oh. I'm going with Purdue. Dang. Wow. I am not high on Purdue, but the beauty of college basketball. Six-seeded Texas Tech versus 11, Utah State. I got Texas Tech. Yeah, give me some Mac McClung. This is one, honestly, I could see going either way, but I think Texas Tech will win. Utah State has the player who wears number 44 in honor of the 4 for 4 from (laughs) Wendy's, though. That's kind of hard to pick against. Underrated (laughs) storyline. Marco Anthony, legend. But Texas Tech. Next up, we have a three-seeded Arkansas versus 14-seeded Colgate. And in Colgate's 15 wins, they have won by an average of 18 points. Wow. Mm. 
I got Arkansas, but I, I did think about it for a little bit. Probably played in the hundreds. Who's their one loss? Army? Interesting. I'm on ESPN. It says they have no notable results. No, they don't. <laughs> no opponent. They only played the top 75 NET. Their one loss, it looks like I just Googled it. Their one loss was to Army, and it was by two points. And the day before, they played Army and beat them by 44. Yeah. Wow. So, and then played them again later and beat them by 10. That's crazy. A 46 points turnaround. But uh, I'll I'll probably go. That sounds like we're advancing Arkansas. Yeah. Um. Next, we have seven seeded Florida against ten seeded Virginia Tech. This one's hard for me, but I think I'm leaning Florida. I'm leaning Tech, but I'll let someone else break the tie. We got five. I don't really know these two teams super well, so I'll let Noah break the tie. I think the ACC is vastly overrated. But I think Tech is on the right side, so I'm going to take Tech. <laughs> Virginia Tech moves on. Um, and then in the final matchup of the South, we have two-seeded Ohio State versus 15-seeded Oral Roberts. Oh, where are we going to Ohio State? Um, and then yeah. the final region, got Illinois, Drexel. I assume we're all going Illinois. And yep. then eight-seeded Loyola versus nine, Georgia Tech. Georgia this is Tech. my favorite matchup, and I can't pick yet. Yeah. I, I just don't know. Should not be a nine seed. They should be six, seven. But I love Loyola. I hate Sister Jean, but I love Loyola. Oh, what? It's raining beef. I'm going Loyola. That is yeah, advancing Loyola. But you can you can advance Loyola. I could go either way. First to thirty wins. Then in a very interesting matchup, we have five seeded Tennessee against. 12 seated bid stealing Oregon State. Yeah, Balls. Oregon State doesn't deserve to be here. I got Tennessee easy. Mm-hmm. Tennessee moves on, and then we have the much anticipated four seated oh. Oklahoma State against 13 seated God's team, Liberty. <laughs> Give me the flames. Come on now. No, I'm sorry. There's no way. Kate <laughs> Cunningham has never gone against the ace on defensive player of the year. Are you kidding me? Kate Cunningham. Time Liberty was in the tournament. I picked them in like all 30 of my brackets. <laughs> this year, I might not pick them in any, to be mm. honest. Not feeling confident about the matchup. I will not be surprised. Robbie, I said keep that moment. same energy. Where are you going? I got I got Oklahoma State, but I don't think it's a it's a death sentence. You know, Liberty defends. You can t- take Cunningham out. He'll probably take a bunch of bad shots. You know, maybe maybe he's off. Mm. No, no. As I've been trying to say, <laughs> Cade Cunningham is going to drop more points than Liberty as a team will score. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kind of like Noah. Play basketball. They cannot shoot the basketball. Their best player is two inches taller than myself, and I'm like five four. <laughs> so yeah, Liberty is really not that good. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, if Liberty scores more than forty points. It pains me to say it, but I think OSU will win pretty handedly. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Now we have six seeded San Diego State against eleven seeded Syracuse, and. <laughs> Noah's second favorite player, Buddy Behan. 
<laughs> San Diego State looked real good. Yeah, so. State. I can see. Yeah, I also, have, I also have San Diego State winning. And that's yeah. from a Syracuse fan, so. True. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just don't think they're very good this year. Next, we have three-seeded West Virginia versus 14-seeded Moorhead State. And a decade ago, Moorhead State won their only tournament game, beating four-seeded Louisville. That was, I think that was Kenneth Reed. I believe so. I got. But I assume we're all going West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have seven-seeded Clemson against ten-seeded Rutgers. I think both teams are gross, but I have Rutgers. I also have Rutgers. Yeah, give me Rutgers. And then two-seeded Houston against 15-seeded Cleveland State. I assume we're all going Houston? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll just stay in this region for the second round. We got Rutgers versus Houston. 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 I don't trust Houston, but we can, we can advance Houston. But not against, they'll be fine against Rutgers. I agree. And we have San Diego State versus West Virginia. Ooh. I don't know. That's one I have blank. That is a tough one. I'll say San Diego State. I'll go San Diego State. San Diego State, we have one San Diego State, we're moving them on. Next we have Tennessee versus Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. <laughs> yep. Yeah. This is going to be a fun he game to watch. Cunningham. When he doesn't have to go against the uh, A-Sun Defensive Player of the Year, he'll drop 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cuffey's going to lock him down. I don't know who Tennessee has like that. Yeah, they don't have anybody. Next we have Illinois versus Loyola. Illinois. Illinois. Yep. Going to the South. Sister Jean. Come on, guys. <laughs> against Sister Jean here. But, uh, I get Illinois. Moving to the south, we have Ohio State and Virginia Tech. Bucks. No Bucks. Yep. Then we have Arkansas and Texas Tech. It's a hard one. I got Arkansas. I'll go Arkansas. Yeah, going Arkansas. Yeah, we'll go Arkansas. But McClung is going to have a big game, I feel like, in the tournament. And this, this is really going to solidify his one shining moment. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Purdue versus Winthrop. Winthrop. No. Oh, I'll take Purdue in that game. I have Purdue. I have Purdue. Purdue wins. Then we have Baylor against UNC. Baylor. I have Carolina. Carol, what's your rationale here for thinking Baylor's going to lose this game? I've, I've watched a decent amount of Baylor basketball, most notably against Iowa State, where Iowa State, who won less games than I, the times Iowa beat Wisconsin this year, and Baylor just looked discombobulated against a good man-to-man defense. And I just don't trust them because if Iowa State is giving Baylor a run for their money, anyone can. And it just seems like Baylor always, you know, makes early exits. I think Carolina's playing some good ball right now, inspired basketball. So I got, yeah, I got Carolina. 
You're kind of talking me into it. I'm like kind of on the fence, to be honest. I got. Wait, what? Got Are we serious here? I like. I like <sighs> UNC. Are we mad? UNC Noah. is huge, Maybe. and Baylor's biggest guy is like six seven. It sounds like Corn and Rays is picking North Carolina. Wow. Like sweet I, had, I had Baylor, but I was playing devil's advocate. <laughs> Guys, are we, are we uh, okay. sometimes the devil wins. And this is when <laughs> oh. Well, that I'm sounds on. untheological. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, I think Jesus said the devil will reign for like seven years or something like that. Remember that? That is true. We do have a pastor in the chat, so he could. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> To less Christian teams, Alabama versus UConn. Ooh, Alabama. And then we have Texas against what we presume is Michigan State. Oh, Texas. Unless there's like some sort of fight on the Texas bench, yeah, Texas is going to win this game. <laughs> and then we have Colorado versus Florida State in an interesting matchup. I like Florida State. Yeah, I'm pretty big on Florida State. Oh, yeah. Florida State moves on. Then we have Michigan, LSU. Go Tigers. Whoa. Maybe. I, I think know. that's, where, that's uh, where the liver injury is going to bite them. Really? On defense? I, know, dude. I just feel like LSU can still win this game. I don't think they go much farther. But Yeah, I just don't think LSU is that good this year. LSU yeah. just took Alabama to the water. Yeah. I could see St. Bonaventure beating LSU. Yeah, that's the thing. I could too. Uh, L- it's March. LSU, LSU was two missed tippins away from beating Bama for, in the SEC championship. It's true. I think the SEC is vastly overrated, though. It's true that's- as well. I don't know. I'd go Michigan. I'd go Michigan. No, what are you picking? Ah, uh, Michigan. Michigan moves on. Now we have Iowa versus the team Noah said would knock them out, Oregon. Oh. Yeah, I got Oregon here. Easy. Uh, give me Iowa. No way. <laughs> give me Iowa. I ordered a new Iowa polo specifically to wear for the tournament. <laughs> I will be wearing it for this game. And if they lose, as I'm predicting them to lose, I, it will immediately be returned. Even how nervous are you for this game? Um... I'm nervous for okay. I'm nervous for every Iowa game because it could be the Iowa team that gets blown out by Indiana, or it could be the Iowa team that takes beats... Ohio State to the cleaners. Yeah. So I honestly like it sounds kind of like a cop out, but I could honestly see Iowa like losing in the first round and also making a Final Four run. Like both are possibilities, and I just I think a lot of it's going to depend on how healthy Wieskamp is. Wieskamp is the X factor of the Iowa team, shooting nearly fifty percent from three over the past month. He, he looks great in the tournament. He he the McCaffrey says he is not quite a hundred percent, but he is willing. He's ready to go. So that gives me a little bit of pause, especially if he tweaks something in the first game. So we'll see. You know, in my professional opinion about Iowa, um, I do believe they are supremely talented on offense. Their defense lacks. If they get lucky with Gonzaga having an off-shooting night, they could make it to the Final Four, and then I kill myself. Moving to the next game, Kansas versus USC. USC. Yup, I got USC. I think 
I think Robbie talked me into picking USC for this one. Until no. Until we realize that it's going to be Drake playing this anyway, and then in which case we'll pick Drake. But <laughs> Drake well, versus Liberty is in Stevens. Oh, I guess couldn't <laughs> work out with Iowa, but never mind. If Issa dunks on Garza, I will kiss <laughs> Jordan Bohannon on the mouth. <laughs> what? <laughs> Moving on, we have Creighton versus Ohio. Um. Go Bobcats. Yeah, Bobcats. If we if the Bobcats <laughs> yeah. they're not losing to <laughs> Okay, Bobcats. Ohio to the sweet sixteen. Yeah. Right? Gonzaga. Yeah, go Gonzaga there. Yeah. We'll stay in this round. Gonzaga versus Ohio. Oh. Gonzaga. Zags. Closer than the experts think though. <laughs> <laughs> then we have USC versus Iowa. In a Holiday Bowl rematch. Mm. Give me Iowa. I'm going Iowa. Give me USC. Hey, hey. Get out. Evan Mobley would run Garza off the court. Garza's the most overrated player in the in college basketball. Garza no. literally looks Stop. like a penguin getting up the court. It's it's hard <laughs> to watch. They're picking Iowa? Yeah. <laughs> Steven, how nervous are you for this game? Uh, very nervous. Wow. But you haven't supremely seen confident. Before. Yeah, it's true. Moving on to the East region, Michigan versus Florida State. Uh, Derek, you decide this one. Um, um, no, Justin decides this one. I got Florida State in this one. Let's go. Florida State moves on. Now we have Texas against Alabama. Alabama. Bama. Yeah, I got Bama. Wow. After just saying the SEC was overrated. <laughs> I was going to say Texas, but it looks like it doesn't matter. So I hate Texas. Yeah. I got Alabama. I got to follow along. Nathan Long has Bama winning it all, so got to follow along that trend. Renowned basketball expert Nathan Long. <laughs> now we have North Carolina. No opinion I respect more. <laughs> I got North Carolina uh, Purdue. Winthrop? I uh, got Purdue. Purdue to the Elite Eight. For a second straight year. And we have Arkansas, Ohio State. Mm. Ohio State. Ohio State. They've shown that they can win multiple games in a short period of time. They're a tourney-ready team. I really like them. Justin's whoa, obviously whoa, whoa. biased this as is... the biggest Ohio State fan I know. Oh, this yeah. But same. seriously, though, I, I think they'll go to the Final Four. Like, can whoa. We, they've looked can good. Go, can we go back to Noah's comment when he, just a day ago he said Ohio State didn't belong on the same court as Illinois? Whoa. Ooh. Well, good thing they're playing Arkansas then. <laughs> 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 and then, oh, Ohio State probably the most fun matchup I want to see Illinois versus Oklahoma State Ooh. Illinois 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 yeah, this, this is going to be close but I think Illinois pulls it out give me man. some Curbelo I don't like Curbelo <laughs> And then we have San Diego State versus Houston. 
Mm, I think this is going to be a close game. But I think Houston will win. I got Houston. Houston moves on. Elite Eight round. Illinois versus Houston. Ooh. There's Illinois. no way I would ever pick Houston in this matchup. If they played it 100 times, I think Illinois wins. At 99 of them. That's what they said about Miracle on Ice. (laughs) (laughs) No miracles today. Illinois moves on. Then we have Florida State versus Alabama. Go Seminoles. Alabama. I like Florida State. Darn. Noah, what do you say? Uh, Let's go with the Seminoles here. Florida State to the Final Four. Now we have an all-Big Ten matchup, Purdue versus Ohio State. Ohio State. Oh, my goodness. Ohio Ohio State. State. Ohio State, easy. How did we let Purdue get this far, guys? (laughs) (laughs) I think I actually talked us into it. (laughs) I think just – no, it was because we picked North Carolina to beat Baylor. Yeah, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) And then in a highly anticipated rematch, we have Gonzaga versus Iowa. Zags by a million. Give me the Hawks. <laughs> Don't even got to question it. Yeah, I got Gonzaga. Wieskamp drops 30 points, though, and decides to go pro. Oh, Ooh. that would hurt. Ooh. Gonzaga moves on. Bohannon will shoot two for 12. Leave his shoes at half court. Oof. <laughs> In the final four, we have Gonzaga versus Florida State. Eggs. Take the Hawks. They're not in here, Steven, anymore. You can't be like Tori and get hung up for years. To the other side, Ohio State, Illinois in the Big Ten title rematch. Illinois again. Yeah, Illinois. Say it's tough to beat a team three times, but I think think Illinois still wins. They're pretty good. Illinois wins by double digits. When you have Kyle Young gonna play in the tournament? It was wasn't a concussion. Probably depends sure. how long it was. I think it was a concussion. It's like a week, maybe two for soft basketball players. I don't know. And then in the title game, Gonzaga versus Illinois. Oh, this is what the experts want. This is what I want. Uh, gonna be a fun game. I got Gonzaga. I'll take, I'll take Illinois. Oh, 1-1. I'm going to go with Gonzaga. Uh, no, I'll go think? for Illinois just to make things interesting. Oh, kill us. Oh. Uh, Illinois, easily. Oh, mm. wow. Um, and now we go tiebreaker. Steven, how many points does the champion Illinois score? Oh, um... Let's say eighty nine. Oh my god! I think it's gonna be a high. Sc- I think it's gonna be a high. Sc- I think it's gonna be a high scoring affair. Justin, how many points does Gonzaga score? Um, well, in this scenario, they're losing, right? I think yeah. they're gonna win, but I'll say seventy. Oh, Illinois hey, wins eighty nine to seventy. Oh, wait, that is on, your I'm official Corn and Rays podcast bracket. <laughs> Illinois winning eighty nine to seventy. 
in the national title game. All right. Um, and then just to wrap it up, we all missed March Madness last year. It's back this year. Noah, what is the one thing that you're looking forward to this March Madness? Man, just that first first day of games, just hearing that the theme song as I'm, you know, sitting down with my wings at noon, multiple TVs set up. Uh, yeah, I'm just, yeah, this, the, the first two days, the first weekend is just such a, I took the, the Friday off from work so I can just sit on my couch all day and watch basketball. Justin, what are you most looking forward to? I mean, yeah, pretty similar to Noah. Just, I have Fridays and Saturdays off, so I'm literally just going to get a bunch of food and watch a bunch of basketball and just be happy it's back. Yo, we should meet up and watch it somewhere. Yeah, I, I know. We really should. Talk about Steven. that. Steven, what are you most looking forward to? I just want to see as many close games slash buzzer beaters as possible. That is the most Steven <laughs> answer I've ever heard. Robbie, what are you most looking forward to? <laughs> um, similar s- sentiment to uh, Noah is going to my parents' empty house on a Friday that I took off and probably shedding a tear at, at the first tip-off. And also seeing uh, Ohio take down Virginia. Wow. And this being a podcast, we want to reward our faithful listeners. So, Robbie, can I get one corn and raised exclusive hot take for the tournament? Ooh. Um, uh, Besides, apparently, UNC beating Baylor. Uh, Jason Preston scores 30. 30-point triple-double and a close loss to Gonzaga in the Sweet 16 before Mark Few gets his first championship. That's that's the only game decided by single digits all the way. Steven, one bold prediction. Um, Kyle Rode scores 20 points in a loss to Oklahoma State. Justin, one bold prediction. Game prediction I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, my bold pick will be let's go with UNC making a run to the final four as an eight seed. Wow. Wow. I don't think it's going to happen, but that's why it's a hot take, you know? Just dunked on Steven's hot take. Noah, one bold prediction. You've made many. Let's hear one more. I have made many. Um, my bold prediction is going to be that we only see one number one seed in the final four. Oh my god. Now that is a hot take. That is hot. Well wait, I who pre- is no who is Noah's one one team then? Gonzaga. <laughs> All right. Wow. But it could be anyone. It could be any of them. I want to leave it open. <laughs> <laughs> well Happy watching March Madness to you all and to all the faithful listeners. Before, wait, wait, before we go, real quick, I just want to make sure that when we get the perfect bracket, we're going to split it five ways among all of us, right? Or four ways or however many. Even left. So he's even left. Or no, we don't. Four ways. We're going to split right, the four, four ways. ways. Perfect. Four ways. I agree to that. Okay. Everyone, have a great March Madness. Appreciate it while it's here. Um, and yeah. So I don't have a team in it. Never mind. See you next time on Corn and Raise.